Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you want to introduce this one? Oh, could I? (laughs) What an honor. Um, I would love to. Uh, Hi, everybody. (laughs) Um, My name is is AJ, and uh, I'm with Richard here. And this is the Cold Pops podcast um, where we watch a different franchise every fortnight. Um, And this film franchise, Fortnite's the film franchise we fortnighted was critters do you think with the the um rise of the the new game online game fortnite we're gonna get more listeners <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah we should we should spell it the same way oh yeah um, yeah yeah there was a story on the news the other night that was like um <laughs> so you know like they've got like the ticker at the bottom it was mm-hmm. actually on the, on the breakfast show um so like more like like current affairs kind of thing yeah. um but they had this guy come in and, and it basically explained Fortnite, like, um, being like, oh, this is why kids are into it. It's like got cartoon. There's no blood. But the ticker at the bottom said, are your children playing Fortnite? And I was like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. <laughs> like, just that, like, scaremongering kind of. Yeah, yeah, nothing else to talk about. So maybe we can talk about the video game that everyone's playing. It's not uh, news that kids are playing a game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you see, um, <laughs> this is just, just chatting about the, the, the news. Did you see um, Facebook um, this morning, Mark Zuckerberg announced that Facebook is going to basically launch a competitor to Tinder? Oh, it wasn't that, um, yeah, it's, it, there was a, I think there was a beta for it that some of my friends used. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But, yeah, basically, like, you, uh, it's, yeah, Tinder won't match you with any of your friends and... Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to use it? Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Anything I can, anything Zuckerberg puts out, I try to get my hands on it as soon as possible. <laughs> and we haven't spoken about this on the podcast, but you are single and you are <laughs> like painfully alone. So if there are any, we do have any female listeners that are interested in There's one now. AJ. <laughs> just, just kidding. She doesn't listen. No. Nah. Hi, I'm AJ and I'm single. <laughs> Look, you brought it up, man. Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, you said uh, we're, we're talking about Critters. <laughs> um, so, Critters is a four-film franchise. Uh, it consists of the films Critters, came out in 1986, directed by Stephen Herrick. Uh, Critters 2, sometimes subtitled The Main Course, came out in 1988, directed by Mick Garris. And Critters 3, 1991, this was director video uh, directed by Christine Peterson, and yes, that is a woman. And uh, yeah. Critters 4, 1992, directed by Rupert Harvey. So, um, yeah, yes. cool. Yeah, no, great job. Um, <laughs> Off to a great you, start. What would you say these films are about, AJ? What, what would you say the first one is about? In your own single words, what would you say? The the first film is more or less like a, a clone of the much more popular 80s film Gremlins, Um Basically, 
it's set in like this farmhouse and these aliens come to earth and they're called Krites uh, and they are little fuzzballs that eat everything they come in contact with and they can shoot porcupine-esque spikes out of their fur, um, which I'm not really sure what happens if you get hit by one. You certainly don't die. Yeah, yeah so according to Wikipedia, <laughs> it like makes you fall asleep or fall unconscious, but removing the spike will like remedy that. Okay. Um, and, yeah, the first film stars um, American Dad's Scott Grimes, as um, the uh, the kid who saves the day. It's about him and his family dealing with the critters in their farmhouse. And they're also, more or less, the day is saved by a, a pair of intergalactic bounty hunters who are looking to find and destroy the Krites as well. Yeah. Oh, and so uh, the bounty hunters, what do they look like? How do they get their look? Oh, so they they are um, in their true form. They they kind of just look like plasticine men. Um, yeah, that, but, is it like um, the villain from GI Joe? What's his name that doesn't have a face? Cobra Starship. Star- Starship. Um, they they can see like a human and shape shift into that human shape. And the main bounty hunter sees like an eighties glam rock band. Johnny and- Johnny Danger or something like that. Yeah, and shapeshifts into him. And, like, what great casting. Because that, that dude, the yeah. guy the guy who plays him, it's like they got him on board and they were like, oh, should we make him a glam rock artist? Because that's what he looks like. He yeah. looks like a cross between, like, Steve Tyler from Aerosmith and, like, um, Dave Grohl. <laughs> like, young Dave that's Grohl. That's such a strange one. He looks, <laughs> he looks kind of like a... Um, like, he looks very much like... Um, 80s Simon Le Bon from Duran Duran. Yeah. Like that kind of, not so much glam, more just like 80s rock kind of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, yeah, it's played by Terrence, a guy called Terrence Mann, who's strangely in all four films. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they, he actually performs the song that's like a motif throughout the first film and they abandon it um, called Power of the Night. And it's actually a real cool song. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's one of those, like, it was written for the movie terence mann actually performed it for the movie and yeah it's one of those like it's it's almost like a parody of music at the time but it it just fits the mold so well yeah of what it's meant to be yeah and it's just a cool song yeah agreed i don't know it was it was pretty i like i thought i thought um the first 20 minutes of the film were pretty good like before the critters kind of the before like the plot starts where it's, just, <laughs> where it's establishing the characters it was actually very well done and, and like mm. I, I like you get a good idea of who the family are and what their roles are and you know the type of people they are um and it very it almost felt like um i was watching stranger things for a bit which is funny because obviously this would have somewhat inspired or informed stranger things mm. And it um, precedes and, Stranger Things. It came up beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, the then the the main plot starts, and it kind of just I don't know. It doesn't do anything interesting or <laughs> different. It just kind of yeah. plugs along until the end, and you're like, All well, right. there is like the one kind of main plot point that informs the rest of the films. And what's that? Um, oh, what? that Charlie. Yeah, would it be? Ch- I was going to say Charlie. Charlie is like a family friend. And he's like this kind of like losery dude 
I guess. Um, yeah, a bit of a like creepy hick. Yeah, yeah. And he believes in aliens before the critters turn up. And then when they turn up, he's kind of their, their go-to man. And at the end of the first critters film, he follows the bounty hunters back into space, which brings us to critters two, the main course. Um, which if I may, Richard, I'd like to regale our listeners with the plot summary for that film. Uh, I would love you to. Okay. So that film, um, the critters are back and um scott grimes is back too and he he's going to visit his grandmother um and basically it's the same as the first film but instead of like it being confined to like one house it's this entire little town and they have to stop the critters and work together and that sort of thing and charlie and the bounty hunter turn up again Mm. and instead Um, of being confined to looking like johnny danger mm. what does he look like in this one well that was the other one no different one but yeah anyway they're they're not confined to looking like terrence yeah so so the um the other bounty hunter the other plasticine man bounty hunter he um transforms at the start into a playboy model um because he sees a playboy model in a magazine and which is such an 80s movie idea that i'm surprised they didn't do it in the first one yeah I know. <laughs> like it's funny that like uh, yeah the second one has like this nudity in it yeah and then it's nowhere else in the series yeah 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 and, uh, yeah I've, i when when they were transforming in the first film i was like right so he's going to be like a sexy girl like weird science kind of thing. Hmm. And then they didn't do that, but they did do it in the second one. Um, and yeah, I don't know. They, they saved the day in that one again. <laughs> what, yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to, to talk about. No, not really. And then, uh, we get to the third one, which I feel like is the series claim to fame nowadays uh, yeah. because it stars a very young Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Uh, DiCaprio. It, and this was his first film role. Uh, he was 17 at the time. Really? Yeah. He looks like 14, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was 17. Uh, fun fact, because uh, you messaged me the other day and said, Scott Grimes can say, oh, I wasn't available, so they got Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. But um, it was actually, the role was originally offered to Carrie Elways. Young Carrie Elways. Well, because you think about, you, you say young Carrie Elways, but think about when The Princess Bride came out. That was like mid-80s. Critters 3 came out in 1991. Carrie Elways was 28. <laughs> And, and he's and got like, a love interest in it, who's yeah, clearly and they're like, like sixteen. Oh, we can't get this twenty-eight carry out, twenty-eight-year-old carry always. Let's just get this some punk seventeen-year-old kid. Mm. And also, fun fact as well that the first film stars Billy Zane. Yeah, uh, and so um, it's the first like they're, they're in the same franchise, and then they later appear in Titanic together. True. Yeah. Totally. And Billy Zane, I guess, is a lot older than it's like. Yeah, it's weird seeing Leo DiCaprio young in the nine in the early nineties because you see other actors who are like old in the late eighties, early nineties, and it's like, I guess I knew if you'd asked me, is Billy Zane older than Leonardo DiCaprio? I would have been like, yes, but it's, it didn't. It didn't. It's not until this movie that I actually compared those two different people together yeah because like leonardo dicaprio yeah he's kind of let himself go in the last few years when he hasn't been like acting so much but like yeah he's because he's like not even 50 i think oh he's yeah he's real young yeah i'm, I'm gonna look it up right now I think he's like 28 he's only just now reached <laughs> carrie Elway's age in 1991 <laughs> yeah he's like he's like he's 43 yeah he's 43 fuck yeah. he's a 43 shit yeah 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 
Yeah, I would have said like forty-eight. I mean, not that not that that's that much difference, but yeah, um, yeah he's done uh, such a good job of shedding his um, schoolboy image or like a seventeen-year-old Critters Three image until you hear him yell, and then it, and then <laughs> and then you hear it. But yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, so Critters Three kind of returns to the same um, setup as the first film, where now the Critters are back and they're. Um, confined to like a a, a a apartment building um and it's yeah more or less the same i think it's the weakest of the four if only just because it um is more of the same you've watched mm. two gremlins clones already get ready for a third <laughs> like that's uh, what it feels like all right and then so where does the fourth one the Critters up. 4 is so different to Critters <laughs> 1, 2, and 3, and I actually really liked it, and I'm going to, spoiler alert, Critters 4 is probably my favourite Critters film, I think. Wow. Because, yeah, it's it's derivative. Basically, it's it's your classic, there's a, a spaceship crew, it's set in the future, it's Critters in Space, and it's the, Jason and X. Ethnically diverse. Yeah, ethnically diverse spaceship crew that all um, fly around, and they... Ah, so at the end of Critters 3, Charlie gets caught and well, f- discovers the last two Critters eggs and th- and they get zapped up into like a, a pod that floats through space for 50-something years. And Critters 4 is about another ship finding that pod um, and dealing with the Critters infestation on their on their on their ship or like the the space station they arrive at and like yeah it's it is derivative and it does feel like a a worse version of like a bunch of other similar movies but after three gremlins clones it's nice to get like an alien clone you know Mm. like it's like oh cool we're doing something kind of different now and i mean it's better than the cloverfield paradox which (laughs) did similar things yeah so would this be your favorite ethnically diverse space station film you've watched this year this year yeah uh yeah it would be wow not of all time though god no what's your favorite ethnically diverse space station uh maybe sunshine or alien probably go with one of those oh yeah those are both good options thank you (laughs) um I just discovered I have fish oil pills in my desk. I don't know why. Hmm. What if? What does fish oil do? Um, all right. Yeah, this will be good content. So fish oil, 1,000 milligrams, supports heart, brain, and joint health. 35 capsules, dietary supplement. I could empty it out and tell you how many I've had and then completely forgotten that I even owned the bottle. If it was even me. Wait, it expires like two months ago. How long did these last? When did I get this? Man, I... <laughs> Critters mustn't be a very good movie if we're, we're 15 minutes in and talking about fish oil tablets already. Uh, I'm very, I'm very thing, aware of that. Uh, one thing I do want to say about the end of Critters 3 is it, it had a really weird credit sequence. Yes, so it did. It's like um, Charlie's down in the basement like with his gun out and then it was like freeze frame and then it's like starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Don Keith Hopper, all these other people and then it like does and like freezes again and it's like starring Terrence Mann da 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 and you're like he's, he hasn't because Terrence Mann is Ugg who's yeah. the Johnny Danger character he hasn't been in the film yet <laughs> and he gets like one of the starring credits and then like two <laughs> minutes later he appears yeah 
So yeah. like, they, yeah, they like run the credits for like yeah, 10, wonder, for like thirty seconds, and then run the film for another minute, and then run the credits for thirty seconds. I wonder what inspired doing it that way because it's very strange. It's not like it needs it. Yeah. Like initially, I thought that first freeze frame was just going to be the ending, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, that that is something I thought of as well. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. It, did do you think it it added to the film or did it just no not really it was just it was more distract like if a lot of films did it i might have said it but because it's just so distracting to me yeah um but yeah so what do you think uh critics thought of this film going off uh rotten tomatoes i imagine it'd be pretty pretty low even the first one would, well, uh, g- give me a number for the first one um 40s 40s Ooh. yeah it's actually 54 with a 44 audience score. So Yeah. I'm surprised it's one that the critics rank higher. Yeah. Um, Critters 2, the main course, what would you say that has? Uh, be, it'd be lower just because of the nature of the beast. I think it's a better film. Like, it's it's a more um, well-thought-out film. But, I don't know, 30s, low 30s? Yep, 33 and 36 audience score. Now, what about Critters 3? Um... Uh, we're we're near we're in the tens now, surely. Oh, do you think we're in the tens? I think so. What is it? Would, would you not think maybe lower than that? Oh, is it? Are we going sub ten? Oh, give me give me a number. Nine. Lower. Seven. Lower. Five. Lower. One. Lower. Zero. Yep. This Chris is, three- is it's a zero percent club. Yep. Film. Wow. Critters 3 is on 0% um, with a 23% audience score. And Critters 4 does not have a critic score, but has an audience score of 18. It does have two reviews, both of which are bad. So it would be 0, 0% as well. It's it's interesting because, like, I I don't know, maybe maybe it's a sign of, of what movies, how we, like, enjoy movies these days. But, like, I don't really have anything bad to say about Critters. Like when you when you find out you're doing a movie with like from the eighties with or even like like even worse like a creature feature from the eighties with three se- a creature sequels feature. a creature feature, um, it's quite daunting because you because that's typically they typically get pretty bad like that kind of subgenre, but I don't know like at first I was real cynical about it I was like oh, I'm gonna watch Creatures three now uh, Creatures Critters three now but then I was like you know what they clearly there's a lot of um, love put into like the continuity and the lore and the mythology of, of the Critters and like the fourth one's refreshing and different and it's like yeah there's yeah they're fine I, yeah, I'm, I c- I'm, not, I'm not gonna say don't watch them yeah I appreciate after watching so many film franchises for this podcast I can appreciate that um it's one continuous story as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I actually really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, you mean, um, also, yeah, speaking, about, speaking of critics, most famous critic of all time, Roger Ebert, uh, included critics, Critters 2 on his most hated films of all time list. He said that Weird. Critters 2, the main course, is a movie about furry little hand puppets with lots of teeth who are held up to salad bars by invisible puppeteers while large numbers of actors scream and pronounce unlikely dialogue. He has a point. What I think the the reason why when people think of eighties movies starring little puppet creatures, they think of gremlins and not critters. 
is because the gremlins look so much better than critters like like critters are very lazy puppetry because like first of all they don't like i guess if you're if you're able to google what the critters look like because it's this is going to be hard to explain otherwise but like the um they they move around by turning into a little ball and rolling which is like so obviously like they couldn't animate them running or walking so they yeah were like all right this is an easy way to do it we'll just roll them into balls and kick them places and and things like that so i think the the critters themselves for for the like namesake of the movie i actually think they're probably the weakest part like like i think i liked critters four so much because it had fewer critters in it like it was way more yeah yeah and it was way more um focused on the characters and the setting um and uh, yeah i think yeah it's interesting that that roger ebert would say that because while i like critters i i feel like has has roger ebert seen critters three because i feel like what he's saying i would ask him but he's dead yeah i feel like that applies critters three more applies to what he's saying than critters two hmm um you, you've mentioned a few times that it's a, a kind of a clone of Gremlins. It actually was written before Gremlins. Mm. Hmm. And it, so Gremlins came out and they had to like hastily do rewrites to uh, minimize some of the similarities. I wonder what some of the similarities were. It's been a while mm. since I've seen Gremlins. I've actually never seen Gremlins. It's real good. It's real. If, Should we do if, Gremlins next fortnight? Let's do it. Let's actually do it. Um, if, if you if you ever have kids, I think Gremlins is a great first horror movie to show them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when they're like seven or eight, tell them they're going to watch a horror movie and then put on Gremlins and it's like quite yeah. um, tame. low key. Yeah, tame. Yeah, yeah it was so, like, because isn't the first one's like a little bit of a horror and the second one's just like a ridiculous comedy or something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I- we can discuss it more next episode. <laughs> um. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, AJ, can you, for me and for the people at home, can you do an impression of the Kreitz? <laughs> like that? Like, mm, I actually yeah. can't remember. That's what I'd assume they'd sound like by yeah, the, well, it's, the it's memory so- of how they look like. Corey Burton, voice actor, and if he's one of those guys, if you look up his like act, acting credits, you'll recognize like a dozen projects. Um, he voiced the Kreitz, and he said that he based the language on a combination of French and Japanese. Yeah, they do speak a language, don't they? And they have yeah. subtitles for some of their their lines. Yeah. and I'm not sure that was a good idea because the subtitles are very colloquial and they're like they're very like how humans talk and yeah. i was like why would they be talking like this <laughs> well um now no now knowing that it's um it's a combination of french and japanese can i get you to give me another attempt we oui, oui, konnichiwa that was pretty that exactly. sounds like <laughs> do that on purpose <laughs> that's actually what they sound like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that was that was really beautiful. That, Thanks, that, man. That, that rivals your um your Godzilla impression, the sexy one. 
from no, Nymphomaniac. The, the <laughs> what was this? Because he got It was like, Scream! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> Just reliving the past here on the Cold Pops podcast. <laughs> uh, so I guess, uh, have you got anything else you'd like to add about the like bulk of these films? Um, did you, what did you, like, I've, I've said sort of what I thought was good. What did you think? Do you think they're good? I don't know. These are these like hard movies to like. Yeah. Even they're... after you finish watching it, they're like, <laughs> it's hard to like. If, if I sat down and watched it and then so, and someone immediately like turned to me and was like, what is this movie about? I'd be like, oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like we've had, we've, I, followed, I feel like we, we might be shortchanging the listeners here a bit because we have had. Especially if we've got big Critters fans out there. Yeah. Yeah. We have had um, some franchises before that are quite hard to actually do a podcast on. I think most recently would probably be Romancing the Stone was quite hard to talk about. For a, for a long time, we did, but it was quite hard to. Um, <laughs> and I think, but but I would say the difference between critters is that they're fine. They're like, they're they're like. I can understand why people would love them as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they they. It feels like they're the most popular eighties movie in some alternate universe where we didn't get every other iconic eighties movie. Yeah, just like Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights being the most popular two thousands movies. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like. There is a, there's some in the in the vast multiverse. There's somewhere where Stranger Things is heavily like borrowing from Critters, and people have Critters toys, and like always yeah. ask if they're going to make a Critters five and <laughs> things yeah. like that. So. Yeah, like it, it is definitely like it's um it's almost like a midnight movie. Like I'd expect to see a thirty five mil screening of this at. Like a you know a dingy theater kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm sure there are theaters that play critters, and it's like, and like I can imagine it being like a cult film, and it does have, it would have a really strong following. But it's to consume it now. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just not it's the just, same. I guess it's just the Pepsi Gremlins, man, and like and the ti- Pepsi Gremlins. Fuck, that's a <laughs> that's a cool that's that's like a cool band name. <laughs> the. <laughs> We should call this episode the Pepsi Gremlins. I'll put it in like the description. Yeah, that has like to it. be like somewhere. Um, I think that like, yeah, there's people don't even really talk about Gremlins these days, you know. So like, why would they talk about Critters? It's such yeah. a bygone type of movie. Yeah, and just let bygones be bygones. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Let them be them. Yeah, but I mean. Is there talk of a Critters 5? <laughs> well, let's find out uh, when we continue the franchise. Oh, my goodness. So, um, this is... Um, there's an interesting phenomenon we've we've discussed about um, when we get, like, a franchise that some news will come up, and I'll get to that in a second, but there's a, a funny case of that mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But... Um, uh, web series continuation was announced in 2014, but there's, like, been no other discussion about it really since then a web but, series continuation yeah there was a fan film called critters bounty hunter which you sent me the imdb screenshot with like <laughs> a bunch of question marks and exclamation marks and i was like don't worry you don't need to watch it i, I didn't watch it um <laughs> to be fair but yeah so there's this guy made a fan film it's like six months long it's called critters bounty hunter and he made that as like an audition because he's like, if I make this fan film, they'll have to ask me to make the web series. And I don't know if he ever heard from them or what, but yeah, it's nothing came of it. Well, okay. So 
That's really interesting. Um, so that what what that tells me is that there is at least one person who has like really fond memories and has yeah, critters as a very special. Yeah, yeah. Like it always feels like no one no one would have <laughs> have this as like their favorite yeah. movie. But I guess that would yeah. That's really interesting. Cool. Mm. Cool. I'm um, glad. I'm glad for critters because it maybe deserves it. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. And so a TV series reboot was announced in January 2018. Uh, to be called Critters, A New Binge. And the most recent article to confirm that that was still happening was seven hours ago. Dude, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's so good. So there is actually a Critters show happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, these things get announced and never end up happening. But yeah, the the last like- people cared about Critters? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that insane though? Seven hours ago. As of the time of recording this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. It's starting to come out. It'll come out like it'll end up being. It comes out before like we're, there'll be news about like um, I don't know what's a what's a movie series. There'll be news about Romance um, of the Stone. Romance. No, wait. One we haven't done. What's oh. one we haven't done? Um, there'll be news about um, Rocky. Rocky. Well, they're then, making Creed two. So yeah, but like news tomorrow about Rocky, and then and the next franchise we get after that will be Rocky. So it'll start superseding us <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, we'll get Fast and the Furious when there's been, like, nine films worth of news about it already. Mm. Yeah. I mean, eventually you just reach a point where the film's release itself is, like... <laughs> Coincides um, with the podcast. Yeah. Um. So, and also, uh, David F. Sandberg, the director, who director of Lights Out, Annabelle, and he's currently directing Shazam for DC, mm-hmm. uh, is keen to tackle the franchise as well. Um, and he's also said he's keen to, because I was like, oh, if you were to do like a franchise film, what ones? He said, oh, I'd love to do a Critters film and a Nightmare on Elm Street film. Interesting. I just don't get it. I don't get why you'd say Critters and not Gremlins, not to keep comparing them. But if I was like a hotshot director and I more or less was able to like, tackle a franchise film and i was into creature i don't know it's yeah why i don't know I mean, like critters i feel like you can't ruin whereas like yeah. gremlins there's only two and you're doing a like long sought after third entry yeah yeah whereas like critters you can just like fucking have maybe show that's up in a it new then place. dude yeah like critters is the ultimate movie that needs a distant sequel because who gives a shit if it's bad yeah. Like the world's already so ridiculous, so you're not going to out ridiculous it. Like there's already <laughs> space travel and aliens and like if you threw like something like time travel in there I'd be like okay, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. It's already so insane. It, yeah, it feels like the, the overall the Critters franchise feels like um like a real underground PlayStation 2 game series. Or something like that. Like, yeah. the, the, like, I, I want to, like, something akin to, like, Beyond Good and Evil, where it's, like, got a cult following and people are really enriched to the, in the story, but it's not really a mainstream game or something like that. Like, that's what it feels like. As I said, it feels like there was a Mandela effect and yeah. now, now Critters isn't a beloved movie, or it is a beloved movie, <laughs> whichever universe we're in. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Okay, so do you have a continuation of Te Franchise? I kind of do. Um, I would like to propose a remake, um, <clears throat> but not in, in the traditional remake styles. I mean, the sort of borrowing from the Friday the 13th 
2009 remake that oh, we yeah. covered, um, where you combine the first two films into one film, because I actually think that's what's missing from both of them. I think together they create a better film if it starts in the farmhouse and then by the end of the film we're in this it's taken over this entire town i feel like that's a better escalation for the first film and i feel like the characters and motivations are are there's there's more character arcs in the second film than in the first film like the first film there's not really anything going on but in the second one there's things like um uh, Scott Grimes' character, Brad, like he's kind of got a reputation to uphold because no one believes him about the critters. And um, and uh, Charlie, the bounty hunter, feels like he has to prove himself to the other bounty hunters because he doesn't think he's a real bounty hunter. And then at the end of the film, he like saves the day and calls out, I'm a bounty hunter! So, you know, and the first film didn't really have that. And so I think if you combine both of those ideas into one, you would have a much more effective and emotionally resonant story. And that's my continue the franchise. Ooh, that was a good one. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, man. Any ideas Thank for you. cast or anything? Uh, no, I didn't thought of anything. Um, yeah, I feel like the cool thing to do would be cast someone from Stranger Things. Like cast mm. um, the guy who plays... Um, uh, what's his name? Fennel the, boy- the boyfriend in Stranger Things. People are uh, going to be yelling his name. Boyfriend um, in Stranger Things. Um, Steve. Steve. Steve, cast the guy who plays Steve. He might be a bit too old, but yeah, no, he's got the right look, I guess. Um, yeah, and they cast him and Ben Schwartz to play brothers in the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could probably um, cast Scott Grimes as Charlie. <laughs> like the, from, yeah, yeah, from the same age now. Anywho, I uh, my continuation of the franchise. I guess I kind of would like to see. Hold on one second. Yeah, I, I would like to see, and I've spoken about this at length, um, both on the podcast and in my private life, but I would like to see Leonardo DiCaprio return to the Critters franchise in some capacity. If, like, do a reboot, do your web series, whatever, as long as Leonardo DiCaprio somehow acknowledges that he was a part of this franchise. <laughs> like, that would make me respect him so much more. The fact that he, like, he's, I've never seen him really be able to laugh at himself. Yeah. And, like, I feel like if he's the kind of person that, if in an interview you're like, oh, I loved you, and can we talk about Critters 3? He would just, like, get up and walk out. Like, he's not willing to be like, oh, yeah. Like, well, like, he wouldn't sign your Critters 3 DVD. At Leonardo DiCaprio, acknowledge Critters 3. <laughs> <laughs> acknowledge, hashtag acknowledge Critters. Everyone yeah. tweet. Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think he has social media. Doesn't he? Yeah. If you want, if you really want to get his attention, use aerosol, um, <laughs> fossil fuels. Um, <laughs> just get your carbon footprint as big as you can, and then Leo has to. What stop about you. this for continuing the franchise? If you could make it canon that Critters Three is set in the same continuity as another Leonardo DiCaprio movie, which Leonardo DiCaprio movie would that be? Titanic. <laughs> so the the character from it's there's a bit of time displacement there, but the character <laughs> yeah. from Critters well, he freezes and, at the end of it, and then yeah. he, and then he like unfreezes, having de-aged a little bit. <laughs> but he's like, ah, uh. um, he's like, oh, the word that like that's the worst thing that's going to happen to me this week. And then here's the Critters thing happen. Um, 
I'd say no, the it's... Revenant, I think. I'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, he's then, although the Revenant set before Critters 3. All right, dumb yeah, question. Or like didn't, uh, Wolf didn't of work. Wall Street. Mm. Yeah. Although that's, when's, is Wolf of Wall Street set earlier? I feel like it is. Like 70s? No, it won't be the 70s. It's too modern. Hmm. <clears> hmm. <throat> At Cult Popshire, when is Wolf of Wall Street set? We're just sending out people to tweet things now. We just, just nothing. None of this matters. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other Leonardo DiCaprio films. Um, Inception, Django Unchained. Oh, it is. It's totally it. That's why. That's why he's racist. Is because because of the critters. Because of the critters. Oh, they no, um, injected uh, racism into him. Wolf of Wall Street starts in the eighties. No, nah, okay. Fuck yeah! What Damn else it. has Leo done? Damn it! <laughs> J Edgar. <laughs> the J stands for Josh, which is Leonardo DiCaprio's name. And hey, very nice, Josh, Josh Edgar. He grows up and becomes president. Yeah, wait, that's was that what J Edgar Hoover was? No, what am I thinking of? What's the one yeah. where he plays the head of the FBI? Oh, you know, sorry, yeah, he's the head of the FBI. Oh, the okay, I, got, um, I was like J Edgar was in president. What's going um, on? Yeah, no, that was my um, my. I just never um, assume you're American wrong, dude. Wrong, <laughs> yeah. I just got mixed up for a second. Please don't. Please don't at me. <laughs> don't at me. J. Edgar Hoover sounds like a US president. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we. Why would reach- someone at you about that? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <clears throat> uh, all right. So, I mean. <laughs> This might be our shortest episode in a very long time. But, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're both we're both like I don't know, mainly you, but we're both like busy at the moment. I am the busiest I have been in two years currently with our new. What, what um, happened two years ago? Um, I don't, can't remember. It's too busy. <laughs> um, too busy to form memories. I I am working on on a new web series which you can check out on. The Cold Pop Show Facebook and YouTube channel called Talking During the Movie. Oh, is um, there another one coming out? Yeah, they would have come out yesterday if all goes according to plan. What film was it on? Uh, Isle of Dogs, but I'm going to film it tonight. So oh, check does, it come that out. Out. does that come out this week? Yep. Um, and I'm also running a short film competition here in Christchurch that Richard is competing in. So in maybe like five or six episodes time if richard and i and like we're off in our chemistry it's because i didn't admit him to the finals yeah and he's, well, and no, he's mad I, at me <laughs> i don't know i don't think there'll be any chemistry because i just won't be on the podcast oh, right. yeah <sighs> so that's that's happening and I'm, I'm very busy and i've got other other work on because what do i do for a living richard i'm i'm a freelance video editor you're a piece of shit <laughs> that's me piece of shit alexander jones <laughs> piece of shit.com <laughs> You need to um you need to register that now. Yeah, and it just um it just redirects to Cold Popture. <laughs> Alright, so next fortnight to what? continue the theme of um to to go along again with what we've discussed this week, we will be bringing you the Zoolander duology, which both star Billy Zane. Are we? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just looking at the list. I was like, you didn't call out a number or anything. <laughs> okay, well, because I, I'm, I'm a real big stickler for the integrity of of franchise roulette. Like, I want it to be genuinely. We don't choose, but genuinely, I can't fit more than three or four movies in the All next right. two well, weeks. Well, we've got 
we have got I think we've I think we've we've come clean about this before, but we do have a guests franchise list. I've got that up in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's film that's film series would be comfortable asking a guest to consume with us. And yeah, I'm gonna be busy over the next couple of weeks as well. So we're still doing a franchise that's just not as big of a risk that we might get Barbie or um, James yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is people if you're wanting it to be like if you're hoping this is the one where we get Barbie it's not. By the way, yeah. there are 36 Barbie films, which is why we're using that. As yeah, there's been like five more since we started the podcast. It's insane. <laughs> um, all right. So, AJ, do you want to give me a random number if you can? Oh, do you not have the app? Oh, I do, but I, I, I yeah, I can do both. Well, if One I moment. give you a random number, it could be preconceived. Oh, that's true. I could be looking at the list right now at like I, I'd say like seventy two and it's like a ten film franchise. I was like, yeah, no, I was looking at it. I don't know why I said seventy two. <laughs> um well, right, let's see how want, this goes. Yeah, do you wanna um is there anything you wanna I mean, oh, I think you've already just plugged all the shit we've got coming Why out, are but- you asking me to plug on my podcast? Yeah, I run a podcast called um, Cult No, Popcha. I mean, like, like, <laughs> um, like, I mean, Cult Popcha stuff, like the talking during the movie, but do you want to um, discuss it? Because is- you haven't, there hasn't been like officially announced, it kind of just popped up, but do you want to okay, talk about sure. so the, it's a- the inception of it? Yeah, so it's basically, um, it's a movie review series that we're hopefully going to be doing weekly, um, and it's all completely scripted, and the joke is is that it's me and some friends of mine talking in a movie theatre while the movie's playing, um, and people telling us to shut up, and so we give like a real concise and thought out review by whispering our thoughts to each other as we're watching the actual movie unfold. So if that sounds good, then go check that out. It's called Talking what? During the Movie. That There's two episodes cool. out. Um, Avengers, what Infinity have you War, done? and Isle of Dogs. Well, we just <laughs> fucked up our, like, our flow there. It's, um... <laughs> no, it's funny. Avengers, Infinity War, and Isle of Dogs. Wow, that sounds real cool, but I haven't seen Avengers, Infinity War yet. Ah, oh, don't worry, dude. There's no spoilers. What? All right, I've almost got this ready. It's taking you a while. Something as simple I as a random a number. Well. We are going to be doing the 91. 91th. Oh, me. 91 is Dumb and Dumber. So what? let me get We're rid doing of that. it again. Call up Amanda. <laughs> We're bringing back Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> All right. Should I take what is now the 91st one or should I. Oh, what's the 91st again? one? Do, well, do, am I taking what's current, what's now the ninety first one, or tell me the ninety first one? Well, I want you to commit before. Um, or do you want me to roll again, and then I can tell you what the ninety first one was? All right, that. roll again, roll again. All right. Seven. <laughs> what was ninety one? Um, the Santa Claus. Oh yeah. Um. Like okay, seven is the mask. no the mask and son of the mask right yeah there's only two so it's fine hey i did a massive tweet rant a couple months ago about oh don't spoil it we can you can use it for content that's amazing that we got it i'm so happy we've got that actually okay cool yeah let's do the masks mask and son of the mask tune in to that next time into the franchise and we'll be here as always shotgun using um your continue the franchise no fuck off <laughs> <laughs>